This is the undiluted Word of God. Listen and be blessed. Our Father, we say thank you to you. We worship you, we honor you, and we adore you. Awesome God you are. Marvelous God you are. Loving. I mean, we can go on and on. We will not be able to exhaust who you are. But in a little way, we just want to say, Daddy, blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. Even for the privilege of worship, we take it not for granted. For the privilege of freedom, Father, we say thank you. Even as we hear your word this morning, Father, may it be all of you in the name of Jesus. Father, in our speaking, O God, Father, may it be all of you in the name of Jesus. In our hearing, O God, in our comprehension, Father, May it be all of you convince me that you are happy that you are named after God. In other words, you are a child of God. And if you are a child of God, then you are named after daddy. Does that make sense? Convince me. Convince me that you are glad that you are named after God. Convince me. Who wants to convince me? Hallelujah. 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 You can do it better in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and God bless you. You may be seated in the name of Jesus. Uh, my topic this morning, like I said last week, and I emphasize on Wednesday, my topic this morning is don't settle. Don't settle. It is very good for you to listen to what I have to say because don't settle commit different things to different people in different circumstances and situations. If you agree with me, say amen. amen. So don't settle. Don't assume you know what I want to say. But before I go into my teaching this morning, there's a movie I watched. Because I'm not a movie person, probably, that's why I don't remember the name of the movie. But I just saw a clip of that movie yesterday. And I know that as I speak, as I talk about this movie, at least one person will know the movie I'm talking about. There's a young boy in India. Very poor family, poor background. His name is Saru. Long story short, he got missing. Some people are smiling. That means at least I have a conviction that somebody knows the story. But listen to this church. Saru loved his brother so much his brother wanted to go somewhere you know because of circumstance and situation he wanted to go with his brother to cut the long story short he found himself in a train and that train took him about 2000 kilometers away from his 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 normal abode he was adopted and he was taken to australia for 25 years for 25 years, he had hope that one day he was going to see his family again. 25 years. How old was he when he was taken away? He was just five years old. The long and short of it is that for 25 years, he kept faith alive. The day he met his biological mother, after 25 years, you could imagine how he felt. He did not settle. He did not settle. In his mind that one day he would not cease. 
he will not see what? His family again for 25 years. If it was you and I, what are we going to do? Will we just settle and say, all hope is gone? As we teach or listen to this word this morning, please let God speak to you so that you don't settle. And I want to encourage every one of us, please take notes. Because as I was preparing this message, I was hearing myself saying, write this down. Write this down. So it's going to be a teaching and not a preaching. But if I preach, please be blessed all the same. Isaiah 55, 1 to 11. Isaiah 55, 1 to 11. Is anyone thirsty? I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come, take your choice of wine or milk. It is free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does that does you no good. Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know. I thought somebody would say amen. amen. And peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the only one of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord why he can't be found. Call on him now why he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thoughts of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that they may have that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For the just, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than yours. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and the snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and will always produce fruits. I will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of the word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't settle, come in, number one. Don't compromise. Write that down. The country I used to live, one of the things that is so common is that you settle. You settle a lot. Even the people that you are talking to, what would they say? They will say, you know, you need to settle me. But God is saying to you this morning, look at the words we read. He said, so is my word that has spoken concerning you. It must produce fruits. But don't compromise. So don't settle could also mean don't negotiate. In other words, 
Don't negotiate with anything that has not spoken the truth to you. Don't negotiate. Many of us, we negotiate in life. Please, 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 don't be distracted. Write notes down. Don't fold, don't fold. Write notes. Don't play with a child. Write notes. Please, don't negotiate with life. So don't settle could also mean don't stop believing. Look at um, the young man we read about for 25 years. He did not what? He did not stop believing. Don't settle. Don't stop paying the price. Don't settle could mean don't stop doing what? Paying the price. Why would you want to settle? Because you don't want to pay the correct price. Is that not why you settle? Say you settle me. Don't settle could mean don't truncate the process. God is what? He's a God of process. God is a God of process. And lastly, don't look for a shortcut. So don't settle could mean different things. Depending on the person and depending on the situation or the circumstance. Say to your neighbor, I just say, say, I didn't say anything. Praise God. So just say to your neighbor, bore eye to bore eye. Don't settle. Look at another neighbor. If you have one, say, don't compromise. Look at a good example for us. Jesus Christ. The one who is our perfect example. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1. Maybe because of our time, I'm going to, you know, probably jump most of these scriptures. But the ones I read, bear with me. The ones I don't read, please write down and look at it. Jesus Christ. If you read this, situ this circumstance, they wanted him to compromise. They wanted him to settle. They wanted him to truncate the process. They wanted him to look for a shortcut. But Jesus Christ did not settle. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. Because it's a long journey. Sometimes things happen on the way. But brethren, please don't settle. Don't compromise. Verse 3 says, During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. And do you know what? Jesus told him, no. The scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, he will order his angel to protect you. And they, and they will hold you up with their hands. So you won't even off your foot on the stone. Jesus responded. The scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the, of this, of the world and their glory. I will give it to you, he said. If you will kneel down and worship me, get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. 
Then the devil went away, and angels came and took care of him. I mean, I know we all know this scripture, but in the light of our message this morning, the enemy wanted to negotiate with him. Let, let's settle this thing. Show your skill. Show your circumstance. Compromise. Let's truncate the process. But Jesus Christ did not settle. Jesus Christ is our perfect example. He did not settle. Let's move on now. What are the things you don't settle? In other words, let's come a bit more practical. Write it down, please. So don't settle for less than the word. Don't settle for what? Church, don't settle for what? Don't settle for less than the word. And I put this one, this, this um, point in three phases. Number one, because this one is general. Don't, don't, don't settle for less than the word general. We will get to the one that is specific. Does that make sense? So it says, and I went further, I said, the word written, and I said general. In other words, the general written words for us as Christians. Romans 15 verse 4. Romans 15 verse 4. It said, whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. We are not hopeless in that situation. So all the scriptures written generally, they were written for us that we will not settle. So that's why I said, words generally. You read the scripture, general words spoken. I mean written. We must not settle for less than them. Praise God. The spoken word generally. John chapter 6, 63. The general spoken words. He said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profit nothing. The word that I speak to you, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. Every word spoken generally. Don't settle. Don't compromise on it. Allow those words to take its course in our lives. Then, generally, the word revealed generally. And I keep saying, for every generation, there is a revelation. But the revelation of the generation before does not negate... I mean, sorry. For every generation, there is a revelation. The new revelation of the present generation should not negate the, genera- the revelation of the previous generation. Does that make sense? One of the things we see these days, and we know because it was said to us, he said at the last time, knowledge will do what? Will be so much. Because we have so much revelation now, does not mean that the faith that we were taught by our forefathers, we should discard it. In other words, all those words are foundation that the new revelation is resting. Probably, if we didn't have all those encouragement from our fathers, the new revelation might not come. For instance, I said to people, the church I attended before gave me a foundation. I went to Sunday school. We were taught in Yorubaic. How many people know? Some people speak Hebrew. They took uh, um, what's the other one? Hebrew and what? And Greek. But for me, my foundation was Yorubaic. And to be honest with you, it still stays with me. I went to a church, CNS Church, Ioni Movement. You know, very popular church. Some people might say, no, I, no, 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 no. The foundation that they poured in you, 
is still very relevant till today. So the revelation of the present generation should not be, an, we should not abuse the previous generation and their revelation. It's still relevant. And that is why, listen to me, but listen to me with wisdom. I don't know why some people don't believe the Bible. They don't believe the Bible as a whole. They don't believe the Bible as a whole. In other words, when they carry the Bible, they say some is Old Testament. They say some is New Testament. But to me, the word of God is new every time. In other words, it pours out a new spirit, even the things we call the Old Testament. Are we together, church? Church, what we should be saying to ourselves, Lord, in those old texts, breathe new life to them for me. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. I said God will help us in the name of Jesus. So, for a, re- for a generation, those revelations, we should not joke with them. In other words, we should be mindful of the revelation of every generation. Colossians chapter 1, 6 to 26. Follow me, I will soon end. Uh, I think this should be part 1 because I know I won't finish it. Colossians chapter 1, 26 to 29. It says, the mystery which has been eating from ages, from generation, but now has been revealed to what? To his sins. Can you see what I'm talking about? Can you see what I'm talking about? There was a generation that did not enjoy the revelation that we enjoy now. So when these revelations comes, it's not for us to show off. It's for us to be built by them. Are we together? It's not for us to come. Yes, I got this revelation. No, 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 no. It is a revelation that builds the church. So, verse 27 says, He said to them, He said to them, God willed to make known what are his riches of his glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Are we saying the word now? The work, this revelation that I have now, is working in me, what? Mightily. I can't compromise on it. Praise God. So I said, number one is that the things, I mean, uh, that we don't settle. He said, don't settle for less than the word. And I said, the general word. You know, everything, you know, probably I should put it this way. The, the foundation of our Christianity. The foundation, the faith. What makes Christianity Christian? Christianity, what makes it different? We talk about faith. We talk about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ to us is different from every other religion. Some people might acknowledge him as a prophet, but we know he's the son of God. We know him as our eldest brother. If you agree with me, say amen. amen. So number two, I'm sure somebody will be like, no, 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 no. That's why I explained it earlier. There's a difference between the general and the one that is specific. So number two, don't settle for less than what God told you. Don't settle for less than what God told you as a person. I will say this, and I've said it a long time. One of the things that brought me to where I am today is because of what God told me. And let me share this testimony. I've shared it a few months ago. A man had cancer. 
and God told him. It's not a mystery. It's not something I read. I interacted with him and his wife, David Marcelli. And probably he's going to come to Power Connections this month or very soon. He had cancer. Somebody say he had cancer? And God told him, don't go to the hospital. Life. He was dying. I interviewed him. God told him, don't go to the hospital. How will somebody have cancer? He was dying. Life was almost gone out of him. And God, he held on to what God said to him. Don't go to the hospital. His wife told me, many people were telling her, if this man die, you are, it's you, it's you. You know why they were pointing at her? He was not himself anymore. Then I said, now that is not himself. His next of kin generally will be his wife, his anoso. They now said, now is the time to take him to the hospital. Do you know what the woman said? She told me, you cannot teach a, an old dog a new tricks. This is what I've known my husband with forever and ever. He stayed so close to what God told him. Church, to fast forward. I, on Facebook, I saw um, uh, a flyer of a, a, his testimony. They were going to have a testimony service for him. And I saw the picture of David Marcelli. I'm like, what? So when I heard, and now sent him a message. When I heard he was coming to Manchester, I went to go and see him. You know, like Thomas? You, you know Thomas in the Bible? How many people know Thomas? It, it seems I'm not in a church. How many people know Thomas? You know Thomas? So what do you know about Thomas? He wanted to see. No, no, I didn't doubt. I just wanted to see. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I was so excited. And I went to, and I was just looking at the man. And I was asking him questions. What was going through your mind at the peak of this journey to almost near death and back? Do you know what he said? Number one, death was not in my, my mind. Why? Because of what he told me. Don't settle. He will have settled for death. But he said, God. I said, but when the, I said, I mean, at the peak of it, he couldn't talk. He couldn't eat. He said that he did not settle it. He, he settled it in his mind that death is not part of it. And he came out of it. Come on, just put Jesus. Put, give, give Jesus a hand. Give Jesus a hand. So, I say it again. Don't settle for less than what God told you. So, that will make me to ask. How many people don't hear? You, you, as I'm talking now, you say, what did God tell me? He didn't tell me anything. Bow your head right now. Whatever it is that means most, most to you, he might not speak to you now, but we want to ask him, Father, send me a word. Father, send me a word. Concerning my life, concerning the life of my children, send me a word. Come and speak to him. He is closer to you than you can imagine. What you want to, you want to go into business, he can give you a word. Holy Spirit of God, Sweet Jesus, upon everybody hearing me, on site, online, as they ask you, O God, Father, speak those words. Speak those words. Speak those words. Reveal those words. Reveal those solutions in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Church, I've said it many times. I've said it many times. One of the things that keep me going in power connections is because I know no soldier goes to war on his own accord. 
I'm not doing what I'm doing because redeemed sent people to do church. No. I do what I'm doing and I refer to June 3rd, 2009, number 25, Noel Place, LS9. I can't remember the other part, but LS9 is okay. It's what keeps me going. And I go to him when it seems as if there is wave on the sea that I can't undo. But you sent me. I'm telling you the truth. Many times it speaks. Sometimes it's quiet. What does he say? Go back what, what I told you before. So don't settle for less than what God told you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Zachariah, Zachariah chapter 4 verse 8. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Receive the word and it will give you strength. Receive the word and it will give you strength in the name of Jesus. Number three, don't settle for less than the promise. In other words, what he told you is not necessarily a promise. So this is different. So don't settle for less than he promised. Romans chapter 4, 20 to 22. Romans chapter 4. From verse 20, he said, He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he was promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Ness. Can somebody learn something from here now? Don't settle for less than a promise. There's there's something I used to say in my mind before, and when this message came, ah, I I said that's why I said revelation knowledge is progressive. I used to believe that when the desirable is not available, then the available becomes the desirable. That's a lie from the pit of hell. I used to believe it. It sounds good, isn't it? Because it sounds good. I preached about it. And now, everyone I've preached that message to, Holy Spirit, go and re-preach to them that that is not a good thing. Say, so when the desirable is not available, then the available becomes desirable. You want to marry? Good man did not come. If the drunkard come, then you take it like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you, you get what I'm saying? So don't settle for less than he promised. I, I think I'll make this one the last one. Praise God. Don't settle for less than we made you. Don't settle for less than we made you. Or you can put it in another way. Say, don't settle for less than who you are. And the perfect person that can help us with that is Jesus. If you look at the life of Jesus... The only time he called God, God, was when he had to fulfill the promise. Every time, what did he call God? My father. My father. And that's why I said, how many people are excited that they are named after God? In other words, it should be a consciousness you live with. It's not because you preach. It's not a cliche. It's not a Christian, good-sounding cliche. No. When they wake you up, you know that, Abba, Father, 
Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be. You know I don't sing song complete, so don't, don't, don't tempt me. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, you want the mic? Praise God. Church, on a serious note, many Christians, we have settled less than what God has called us. But I'm telling and challenging all of us, don't settle for less than he has made you. Don't settle for less than he has called you. You may not look like it, but you are still it. For every seed is called you. The forest is still what you will become. So don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. John chapter 10, 34. John chapter 10, 34. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in the law? I say, you are gods psalm 82 verse 6 i'm psalm 82 verse 6 i say you are gods and all of you are what are the children of the most high jeremiah 51 i will end with this scripture jeremiah 51 23 20, 20 to 23 jeremiah 51 jeremiah 51 20 to 23 Look at what he's saying to someone. That's what he called him. And anything he calls you, even if you don't look like it, that is who you are. The, the next part of it, we'll just look at some scriptures. We'll look at Abraham, for instance. He did not settle. Jeremiah 51, 20 to 23. He said, you are my battle ask and my weapon of war. For with you, I will break the nation in pieces. With you, I will destroy kingdoms. Wow. 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 How many people can stand and say, anything God calls me, that's who I am. But you know one thing? You don't sit with vision. You run with it. In other words, if you believe what he calls you, then you act like that. Don't just say, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. People need to see it in you. I was speaking to someone uh, recently, and I said, what you would not like when you, become, when, you become, when you become wealthy, if I want to translate it properly, what you will not take when you become wealthy, it is when you are a pauper that you reject it. What is that saying to us? Even if you, are, you don't look like it, Believe that that is who you are. Verse 21 of that scripture says, With you I will break in pieces the horse and its rider. With you I will break in pieces the chariots and its rider. With you also I will break in pieces men and women. With you I will break in pieces old and young. With you, I will break in pieces the young man and the median. With you also, I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you, I will break in pieces the farmer and... Some people will say it's just something bad, bad is doing with me. Amen. Okay, with you, I will buy a sanctuary for power connections. It's not many people that can say amen. That is what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying now? With you. I will turn many to righteousness. Amen. With you, I will make my name known. Amen. Did you? 
I mean, we need to read Isaiah 50, 55 again that we started with. If you read that scripture, you will see what he is saying with you. He, he talked about David. He said, with David, I made him a leader on purpose. Everything God is making you is on purpose. And one thing I say to people, when you come here, I will not lie to you. It might be one kind. When people come here, I got a bigger job. I will not lie to you. I, as a pastor, you know the next thing? I say, yes, we have more income in church. You might think I'm carnal, but why will he give you more resources if his kingdom will not be affected positively? If you bring more people that can sink into power connections, what does that mean? We should enjoy better output of singing. Whatever is called you, it's not just called you as a namesake. It's called you that that is who you are. That is who you are. Not only him we should sing to. That is who you are. And do you know what? God is always looking for distributors. Not kiosks people. You might start at a kiosk. Everything God has is not for him. Everything in this part of the world is not for God. And I keep saying, when he says the thousand E upon the, the cattle upon the thousand E belongs to me. I've preached that here before. Is that not so? What does that mean? Everything that I have here on earth is for you to take. I mean, the thousand cattle upon the hill, everything here is for our taking. If only we know that indeed he's made me a distributor, distributor of his blessing, distributor of his healing, distributor of, of, of people coming alive in grace. Let's be upstanding. Probably some of us, we've settled We've compromised. And I'm not saying compromise on doing bad things. We have just not lived up to expectation of certain things. Some of it I've talked about. Why don't you go to God in prayer? I don't know how you want to pray, but I want to leave you to pray the way you want, the, the, you've understood this message or the way it has blessed you. Have you settled? Have you settled? Is the work of God that you can do something about? Is it languishing? That means you have settled. You have compromised. You have truncated the process of your making. If Jesus Christ, look at that scripture. He said, if it was my will, he will not die. But he knew that that process must be completed. Why don't you say to God, Father, if you need to repent, repent. The scripture says, for all of us, we have gone astray. Maybe we've gone astray from purpose. We've gone astray from that ministry of reconciliation. Whatever it is, you know God has put, has made you or has called you. Has he called you a minister? Has he called you, you know, whatever it is? Why don't you go to God this afternoon or this evening, this morning, wherever you are listening to me. And just say, Lord, I will not say to anymore. Jesus Christ, when he was tempted, Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1 to 11 he did, not, he did not settle with the devil. He did not settle. Why don't you go to God in prayer and say, Lema soka talaba. I refuse to settle. For less than you have called me. Go to God in prayer in the name of Jesus. Go to God in prayer. I won't settle anymore. I won't settle for less anymore in the name of Jesus. I'm not settling for less anymore. I'm not settling for less anymore in the name of Jesus.
Go to God in prayer, labor sokata, and have for strength, as for strength if you need it. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. The word is brought to you by RCCG Power Connections, 236 Meanwood Road, Leeds, LS72AH. For more inquiries, you can call 078-513-3702 or send an email to info at rccgpowerconnectionsleads.com. God bless you.